Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself, beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. Hello, happy Tuesday if you are listening to this on Tuesday and happy any other day of the week <laughs> if you're getting to it another day. I'm actually really excited about this episode and it sounds, the title is a little bit funny. You can play with your food and no, I don't mean food fights or anything like what my kids want to do with their food sometimes. <laughs> Although I think as adults, we definitely um, can do whatever we want with our food. But this episode actually comes um, from this message that I keep seeing around and hearing women talk to me about that there's really only one right way to approach nutrition, weight loss, or body change. And I think the reason that we feel this way is because it's really the message that we hear nonstop, right? The message that it is there's one specific program that's going to help you lose this much weight and keep it off. Or I just want you to think about all of the like commercial ads. Do we even say commercials anymore? <laughs> ads that maybe are kind of going on in your mind about follow this. This is the only way. This is the best way and all of that. And so I've probably you've probably been bombarded in the last little bit with all of these messages that their way is the right way. And you know, if you've listened to more than one episode of this podcast, that I don't believe that. And I don't want you to subscribe to that way of thinking either, because there are many different ways to create change. There are many different ways to approach nutrition, weight loss, body change, anything like that. And it sounds, it may feel a little bit overwhelming, to hear that. Maybe it's frustrating because you're like, I just want something to follow. I, I want to take the guesswork out of it. I had a guest podcast episode the other day where, you know, she was asking me like, what about the women who just want to take the guesswork out of it? And I get it. I get it. We are busy and it is really, sometimes we just want someone to tell us what to do, right? <laughs> but the problem is, is that that's what diets do. They tell us exactly what to do. And we realize that they don't fit 
into our lifestyle in the way that we want them to in the long run. And so as much as it's easy to say, just tell me what to eat, tell me what to do, all of these things, it's not going to fit your lifestyle in the long run. And I'm here for the long game. And I think you're here for the long game too. I hope you are. So I just want you to recognize my goal today is to help you feel set up for how to create change and how to feel like you know what to do and not feel like you have to turn to one right way to do it because there are a lot of ways there really are and you know sometimes people love macro counting and you can make macro counting a non-diet experience which I have another episode on that I'll have to see if I can link it in the show notes but um thinking about just recognizing you can lose weight without tracking. Maybe that's a story that you've told yourself. You can, you know, create change with tracking. You can create change a little bit at a time. Like you get to run the show. And my goal today is to empower you. Empower you to feel like you're not stuck or lost or confused with all of the messages that are coming in one ear and trying to figure out what to do with them and trying to trying to basically like sort through all of the noise okay so this episode is all about encouraging you to play with your food (laughs) which I think will be really fun and in episode 32 you can go back and listen to that I actually shared a little bit more about my food freedom journey and I have another another episode coming with more. It felt like I needed to add more to that story about, you know, what, what was next and all of that. And so it's coming, but the way that I have been able to navigate my own new relationship with food, because if you're new here, after I had my babies, I developed different intolerances to certain foods of which I like had never had before. And so it was a new path to food freedom in a, in a way that I hadn't experienced before. And I had to go through this journey to basically my own unique food freedom journey according to my own unique body. And I, the way that I've been able to navigate that is through play, playing with my food. I've tried things, I've changed things, I've tested things I've overeaten to try one thing and I've undereaten to try another like I've, I've just played around and it's helped me create the approach that serves my body best and sometimes I had to learn some hard lessons I ate some things to try to test them out and I didn't feel great after or, or whatever you know I had to I had to navigate this but it's helped me get closer and closer to my vision of what a woman of wellness is for me And I want you to think about like, what is your vision and how can we use this episode to help you take your relationship with food to a place that gets closer and closer to that vision. So we often think that if we choose one way to be, okay, so we have like this very specific approach, then that's the way it has to be forever. So for example, I, if I'm going to count calories to lose weight, then every time I want to lose weight, I have to count calories or, you know, I have to track my macros in order for me to be in control around food. And so we make this decision that this is the only way to do it. And so thus it has to be forever. 
My goal for today's episode is to help you navigate your own journey while also throwing out that pursuit of perfection. Perfection keeps us stuck. It keeps us in the diet cycle. And I actually really want to make this episode a bit of a personal reflection episode. I'm not sure if you've heard this quote, and I don't even know where it came from. Um, a good a mentor of mine, James Webmore, shares it a lot, and I don't think he came up with it, but either way, the quality of your questions determines the quality of your life. Let me say that again. The quality of your questions determines the quality of your life. So I want you to think about this for a minute. How often do you ask yourself meaningful questions to guide your journey? So often we just say like, oh, will you tell me what to, what to eat? Tell me what to do? All of these things without any regard to like my own unique situations. And what if you started asking yourself some meaningful questions to help guide your own journey? Because your journey is different than mine and that's okay. There's beauty in that. And in fact, I actually, I'm a bit of an affirmations girl. I'm not going to say I'm like crazy about crazy, but I really believe that if you step into the idea of these affirmations, it helps you become the person that you want to be. So I do have affirmations that I repeat. I try to do daily. (laughs) I'm not going to say I'm perfect at it, but I have affirmations that are questions. Isn't that an interesting concept? (laughs) So I really believe that when we ask questions, it leads us to answers. And so some of my questions are like, who do I need to be today to show up in my best way? Or how do I need to, how can I show up in my best way today? Or I'm just thinking off the top of my head. I obviously haven't memorized these. (laughs) I just, I just kind of started adding questions into my affirmations, but I think a lot about like, what actions do I need to take to be the mother I want to be today, the confident CEO I want to be today, the wife I want to be today. And it helps me create in my mind what I want that to look like. So questions lead us to answers. I highly recommend you take a minute to think about how could I write some sort of question affirmations that help me show up in my life. So let's walk through a scenario together. Like my goal is to help you kind of navigate this idea of like, how do I play with my food if I don't really know what to do or I feel like it feels overwhelming. I want to go through a scenario together and you can insert your own struggles, questions, and answers. Okay, so I'm going to give some scenarios and you can think about your unique situation and basically plug and play. So my goal is to really help you get to a place where you can hopefully create the plan, the vision of what you want it to look like, of what you want nutrition in your life to look like, exercise, and what your vision looks like. So let's get started. Let's say that you have something that you want to change with your nutrition. Maybe it's for weight loss. Maybe you're dealing with like a chronic condition. Chronic condition doesn't always mean like extremes or, or quote diseases or anything like that. It can be, you know, intolerances. It can be all kinds of things that maybe you're dealing with or just something else. 
So I want to share a little bit more about my situation. And again, you can share, you can listen to some of my um, food freedom journey <laughs> on the episode that will be in the show notes. Uh, let's see, what episode is it? So you have it, 32. Um, but basically what happened is I went in, I'm going to do this really quick because you've already heard this if you listen to the episode, but I went in because I wasn't feeling great for a long time. Anyway, I had a bunch of symptoms took me a long time to find a particular naturopath that I go to now and he found we did some blood tests and all of these things and he found some imbalances and tolerances and all of these things so he put me essentially on a protocol follow this follow that follow this and it was great because I followed it and I felt better but then something happened I overhauled everything overnight I literally stopped eating. I mean, I just, it was like everything was off limits to me and it was annoying because I felt better, but I got to this point where I was like, I I was just starving. And even as a coach, you know, this was, this was like a new, new area for me. And I just had to, it was just kind of like, I really believe I went through this story to be able to help you better. I really do believe that. And I believe that that's part of the reason that I have been through this situation is to recognize like sometimes when we're so desperate to feel good or to change. We just want to like change it overnight. We're just like desperate. We'll do anything. And the story goes that I just got to a point where I was, I was hungry. I was hungry and I wasn't eating anything and I had lost a lot of weight fast and I just knew it wasn't sustainable. Like I just got to this point where I was hungry. And so I just brought everything back in and I ate And I felt crummy again and it just like the pendulum just swung back and forth. It was, it was really hard. And, and so I had to kind of navigate a new food freedom story within the parameters that I had to, that I wanted to follow for my body. And so luckily, you know, I have the skills and the tools to know what to do. And so I went through, you know, my own food freedom program, kind of like I went through that and it helped me slowly get myself to a place where I am now that I feel a lot better about things. And I'm consistently feeding my body and I have found the balance that I need to find. And it took a lot of trial and error. It took a lot of play. It took a lot of, you know, testing and trying and, and asking myself a lot of questions and recognizing that overnight success, quote success, is not the goal. It's about learning how to implement the changes that you want to implement into the lifestyle that you want to live, okay? And regardless of what the naturopath said to me, at the end of the day, I still get to make my own decisions. I get to decide if I'm going to eat that gluten-free bun or a regular bun. I know the consequences of my action and I also have to deal with those, but it's my choice and I don't have to do it for anyone else. I don't have to do it because someone's watching. I know a lot of times we have that where like we'll share something with someone and we think, oh no, they know now. They know that I'm not eating that or they know these things so I can't do that around them or whatever. And it really is about coming to terms with being the our own guide and our own responsibility, I guess. is I don't know if that's the right word. but So I want to walk you through some questions that you could ask yourself as you're stepping into this idea of, okay, I want to change my nutrition in some way. Maybe it's for weight loss. Maybe it's to like manage a chronic condition. I've got some medical news I just received. Um, Maybe I just want to like eat healthier, whatever it is. I want you to think about these questions as if you were going through it yourself. So let's go through them together. 
what is the behavior or action I want to change? So for me, I wanted to change my nutrition. I had a lot of things with my nutrition I wanted to change. I wanted to, you know, start working toward gluten-free, dairy-free, all of that. And then the next question we ask ourselves is, why do I want to change this? Why is this important to me? What is the path that I will take? So this is then asking yourself, okay, I can ask myself, why do I want to change this? Because it's, it's important to me. Or I, you know, I want to feel good. I want to align with my vision. And that's my why. Because I want to show up as an amazing mother and spouse and coach and friend. That's important to me. That's why I want to change this because when it's not changed, I feel crummy and I can't show up in the way I want to show up. So what is the path that I will take and why do I want to choose this path? So this gives you the opportunity to ask yourself, what route do I want to take? What journey do I want to go on? Do I want to learn more about nutrition? Do I want to try to follow a little bit of a plan and just learn some things from it without being perfect at it or anything like that? You get to choose. Do I want to find something that's going to help me take a little bit more guesswork out of it, but recognize I don't have to be perfect at it like it says? Or do I want to try some things? Do I want to just try eliminating this out of my diet for the sole purpose of seeing if it makes me feel good, not because I, you know, want to eliminate it completely or even, you know, just like, I think about like, we don't want to think about it from a diet perspective, but from a, what if I took this out? Do you think this is causing some symptoms? Or, you know, like maybe if weight loss is a goal, you can ask yourself like, what are some successful weight loss methods? What, what could I change to help me get closer to that? Well, I know that exercise helps support that and I don't do any exercise. So maybe I want to try that. Or I, you know, always go for an ice cream bowl at night. What if I tried to limit my ice cream bowl at night and, and see how that went? Like asking yourself these questions, what is the path I want to take and why do I want to choose this path? How is that path going to support your own vision? What does it look like for me to take this path? What would I have to change? What would be a result of it? How does this fit into my desired lifestyle? So this is one I like to ask when you're, you know, when you think about going back on a diet, how does a diet fit into your lifestyle, the lifestyle that you want to live or does it? Most time, most people tell me that they don't want to do that long term. And so the question is, why would I want to do it for a short term and then go back to my old habits? How do I create a path that helps fit the lifestyle that I want to live moving forward from here. Because as soon as you go back to those old habits and are consistent with those old habits, you'll go back to the place you were before. What might it look like to be flexible with this plan or this path? And what does it look like to give up perfection in my pursuit? So these are some really good questions to ask ourselves and I'm going to go through it again so you kind of have a list of things in your head that as you're thinking about change and all of that, you can ask yourself like, how do I want to approach this? 
And I want you to know that you know more than you think. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. But what is the behavior or action I want to change? Why do I want to change this? What is the path I will take? Why do I want to choose this path? What does it look like for me to take this path? How does this fit into my desired lifestyle? What might it look like to be flexible with this plan, this path? And what does it look like to give up perfection in my pursuit? The truth is, and here's what I want you to know more than anything. If you got nothing from this episode except for this, this is the most important thing. You are capable of knowing the needs of your own body. You are capable of knowing those needs and what it needs. And when you know those things, you can do literally anything. You can step into a weight loss state. You can run a marathon. You can get to your vision of a woman of wellness because you know your body and you've played around enough to learn and to grow and to know what works and doesn't work. And you'll continue to do that. And here's the thing. It's okay if it doesn't always come easily. Okay. My journey didn't come easily. I had to try some things and some things I had to try again because I was not convinced that that was the outcome that I wanted or something like that, you know? And so it's okay. It's okay if these, these answers don't always come easily, but what would it look like to begin asking yourself questions like the ones that we just went through? What would it look like to try something without that tight grip that it has to work, that you are so desperate for it to work and it has to work fast? What would it look like to play around with it and learn some things? Is it wrong if you fail? Is it wrong if you, quote, learn things the hard way? My mom always used to tell me that I learn things the hard way. And here's the thing. I think everybody learns things the hard way, right? Because the way that we learn is by trying and messing up and learning from the mess up. I don't think we always learn from the successes, but the mess ups are what help us learn to create successes. So think about what would it look like to play around and learn some things. And here's what I want to say that I actually did share on another podcast episode, a guest episode I'll share that when it goes live, but um, I shared on her podcast that why why do we equate weight gain with failure? We always look at weight gain as this like, it's a bad thing. It can't happen. I have to, there's like this threshold I have to stay under. And if I go over that, I'm a disaster or I'm failure or I'm lazy or I'm not capable or anything like that. And here's the thing. Your body's weight is meant to fluctuate all the time. Think about it. How many times would you tell a pregnant woman not to gain weight? It's just expected that her body is going through some changes and her weight is going to correlate with that. So what if you could take the value out of weight? I'm not saying you're going to gain weight or anything like that. That's not, that's not the discussion. But it's likely that weight may fluctuate as you play around. And if we have a ceiling where we just like can't 
go over it, it doesn't allow us to play. It doesn't allow us to try things out. And when you're in the mode and mentality that you can play, you know that just like your weight going up, you can also teach it to go down. Just like a pregnant woman, right? We gain weight to support our body in growing a baby. And then we, you know, have that baby. We sometimes nurse that baby. Our bodies are still like in this ebb and flow. And we get to a place of, okay, I, I'm, I'm able to recover, right? Our bodies begin recovering. And sometimes that means some weight changing as well. And that's okay. So recognizing that weight gain is not inherently bad. And we create this fear or this ceiling that I can't go past this weight or I'm a failure or it's not working. The reality is, is it's always working if you're working on it. And so I just, I recommend just like letting the weight sit for a minute. Let yourself learn about your body. And I promise, I promise you can get to a place where we can intentionally bring weight loss in if that's what you want and what you need. And that's what I did with my story is that, you know, I I started, you know, I kind of swung and then I gained all the weight back and, um, and then I started kind of realigning some of my food choices with my vision and I intentionally stepped into some weight loss. I didn't track, I didn't measure, I didn't weigh. I just intentionally aligned my goals and my nutrition and my exercise with the outcome that I wanted. And I knew for me, it required a little bit of extra, you know, like a little more strictness. I stepped into a weight loss mode for a couple weeks at a time and then I'd take a break and we could, we could talk about that another time. But, um, really it's it's about like recognizing that you can play around with things and you can you can step into any mode that you want weight loss managed management um nutrition support like any of these things as you get yourself closer to that vision and as you play around and get closer so i just thought it'd be fun to share some discoveries that i had while playing with my own food and movement that has led me to some, you know, like choices and changes in my nutrition. Okay. So I've played with these and, and here's the thing, this takes time. I want you to know you're worthy of taking time. This doesn't take 30 days. This doesn't take two weeks. It's taken me a good chunk of time and I'm still growing and developing and learning some things about me. And so I just wanted to share some of the discoveries I made while playing with my own relationship with food and my nutrition to better align with the way that I ultimately want to eat to support the needs of my own unique body. Okay, I'll share you I'll share with you a few. Dairy is dose dependent, which is science based, so I get that, but I notice that I can have a little, but a lot will make me really mucusy. Um so which is actually one of the reasons I ended up at the naturopath cuz I was feeling like I had colds all the time. And I realized it makes sense now because it makes me kind of mucusy. Um, and milk chocolate gives me a cough, like a dry cough, which is kind of crazy. So I have to be really careful with um, milk chocolate, but it's all dose dependent. So if I have a little bit, I'm usually okay. Um, but like a big, a big bit of any sort of chocolate, 
Um, I'll sometimes my stomach will kind of gurgle. And if it's milk chocolate, especially I'll either, I'll get like a mucusy or I'll get that dry cough, especially at night, which is so annoying. So it's not even worth eating when it's that annoying, but, um, what else? Okay. I don't always feel small amounts of gluten affect my digestive system. So I don't actually, it's very weird. And I don't know you, anybody that's science-based come help me with this, but I don't, my gluten sensitivity is green, meaning totally good. But uh, the other portion of that called gliadin came back red. And my doctor was like, well, everything that has gluten also has gliadin. So just assume that it's gluten is the issue. Um, so it's interesting because I've kind of been playing around with it, like realizing like I don't have celiac disease or anything like that. And so I can... I can play around and see maybe like, are there other like flour substitutes or sourdough breads or anything that might not bother me? But I notice that I don't always notice gluten issues right away, but I have attributed, and this is again, taken some time to figure out. I notice when I eat a good amount of gluten or even a little bit, like, I don't know, a medium amount. I notice that it contributes to brain fog and fatigue the next day. And you have to think about this. This, is, this took like several tries to be like, oh, I'm connecting this. I'm connecting like, okay, I had a gluten heavy meal basically. Um, and the next day noticing that like I was more tired and I was like having some brain fog. And, and I had to do that multiple times to like kind of feel that. No, I didn't do it like two weeks in a row and see, but like I played around with it throughout the time that I was learning so that I could see how that contributes. Um, brown sugar and refined sugar give me headaches almost immediately. This is a new development for me and it could be because I don't I haven't been eating a lot of it and so it's like I'm a little more sensitive to it. But I have found that I can do coconut sugar really great and it it totally makes a great replacement and I just, I just don't really eat things with refined sugar in them because I can't, who wants to have a headache when you're a mother <laughs> or do anything I feel for any of you that get migraines. Oh, I just want to send you my love because it, it just like debilitates you. Um, starting my day with a green smoothie, smoothie makes a world of difference. My body actually craves it every morning. Most mornings my body craves it and I feel a lot better when I get it in. Bacon and fried foods don't love my stomach or my stomach doesn't love them, I guess. I, I've noticed that with bacon, I just don't really do very great. Um, here's a new one that I never thought would happen. I'm kind of tired of meat. <laughs> I'm actually drawn to more plant-based foods, which is a big thing for me, okay? I was raised on meat. We had meat with every meal. I mean, literally, and I was just like, why am I frustrated and not wanting to eat these meals? And I realized that like, I was just tired of putting chicken with everything and beef with everything. Like I, I was just so tired of having to have it with every meal and feeling like it's the only source of protein and all these things. And so I am actually drawn to more plant-based. Is my family? No, I'm working on that. Okay. <laughs> you have to recognize that, you know, like some of these things that you want to change might take a little bit of, you know, time to implement in your life as well. Um, but I have been trying to do more plant-based stuff and it's been a night and day difference for me. I'm actually more interested in meals and I was getting tired of meals. It sounds ridiculous, but I was like, man, I'm a coach and I talk about relationship with food. And some days I just like want someone to give me like 
a nutrition IV so I don't have to worry about it, <laughs> you know? And I realized it's because I was just feeling burned out from meat and I needed to incorporate more plant-based. And I feel so much better when I do that. It takes more work. And so it's not always, it's, it's not big. I try to do at least one per week. Okay. I'm starting small. Um, but I love it. I love it. Does that mean you have to go more plant-based? No. And that's the beauty of it is that you get to kind of play with these and figure this out. Yoga helps my body so much. You guys, I've always believed in yoga, 100%. I have always believed in yoga. I have never been able to get into a consistent routine with it. It always felt so boring, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, I got my body into a state of too much stress and needed to slow down. And yoga has been my lifesaver. And it still is so, so good for me. Um, 30 minutes of exercise is sufficient for my body and my goals right now. Me doing more is just not helping my body. It's helpful for me to do less than 30 minutes of exercise. And I've figured that out and I'm sticking with it. That doesn't mean things can't change, but just know like it is, it's, it's okay to change. And right now that's where I'm at. Um, and then the last one that I've kind of learned is, um, I've kind of been playing around with weight loss because I want to be able to teach you guys a little bit more about it. And I've just been, you know, playing around with my own body and, and weight loss and what it looks like and, and all of that. And, and, you know, trying to see, anyway, I've just been playing around with it. And have you ever played around with weight loss? Isn't that kind of interesting that we can play around with that and see how our bodies do and, and all of that. And so, um, one of the things that I've noticed is my most my best primary weight loss method has just been getting rid of the extra stuff in my diet. So saying no to the treats and the snacks, not like the, you know, snacks that honor my hunger and fullness, but the extra like, oh, we're out, let's grab this, but I'm not really hungry or, oh, it's nighttime. I want a little treat. Like that has been the biggest thing for me and filling my body with plant-based foods has been so helpful because it's, I love hearty meals and I love filling up with food. I don't want like just a boring old salad. I need something that's going to fill me up. And so recognizing that like I can fill my body up with all of that and then removing those extras has been a very simple way for weight loss for me. And so anyway, these are all my discoveries and I want you to know that you can create your own discoveries, okay? There's so much pressure to do things fast and here is what I want you to remember. Second thing, if you if you only get two things out of this, this is the second thing. It is okay for things to take time. Change is not linear, okay? Change is messy, and I like to add messy is magnificent because it gets us closer and closer to that vision. So I want you to give yourself permission to play around. Play around with your food. Play around with your exercise. What do you like to do? What do you want to stick to? Do you like to cook? Do you want to have meals that are a little bit more fast and they're still healthy, like play around. What, it, what would it look like for you to just play around and, and enjoy the pursuit of the vision? Look at all of the things that I just shared with you that I've learned in playing around with my food and my movement. 
Sometimes we're so attached to the outcome that we can't see the journey that we're taking to get there. And when you allow yourself to play around with the food, you get to enjoy the journey. It's not about saying I'm miserable now, but when I reach that weight, I'll be better. Or when I reach that vision, I'll be better. Or when my stomach doesn't hurt because of these intolerances, I'll be better. No, you can create that change along the way. So there's no attachment to the outcome. Change is continually happening. It's messy. It's magnificent. So here is your challenge. I want to do better about making like some um, action steps after this podcast. So here is your challenge. Give yourself permission to play around with your food. Okay. And what do I have that might be helpful for you? I have a, if you are really tied to diets and you are trying to figure out like how, how do I do it by not going on a diet? I have a guide. Um, It's, it's a good one. It's a good one. And it's a guide to help you transition from dieting behavior to intuitive eating and learning how to start listening to your body and how to how to kind of create that intuitive lifestyle without going crazy with food. Because that's always the biggest fear is like going crazy with food. If I go off the diet or whatever, I'll be crazy with food. And so um, I've made it for you so that you can learn how to transition away from that dieting behavior without going crazy with food, without giving up on your goals so that you can kind of play around. So that would be a really good one to get for that. I'll link it in the show notes. It's also a womanofwellness.com forward slash no more diets. <laughs> so it's an easy one. You can search for it. You can sign up for it. And That's all. That is my action step for you today. Give yourself permission to play with your food and go get that guide to help guide you through that process. Thank you so much for being here today. Okay, my friend, if you love the Woman of Wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.